When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get the people! love it when the bat comes back. Reminds me of the old days a decade ago when we used to do the show in Los Angeles. Jalen, let's get started. The Browns have a situation. The NFL has appealed the six-game suspension that Deshaun Watson received. So they need a quarterback. They've got Jacoby Brissett, but now they have their eyes on that man, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is being replaced in San Francisco by Trey Lance. Mr. Rose, they traded for Watson. They'll have to trade for Garoppolo. What do you think about the fit of Jimmy G in Cleveland? So as we start to analyze the Cleveland Browns going forward as a football team, uh, again, it's impossible to ignore what happened with Deshaun Watson. And... What may end up happening, whether he gets a six-game suspension or gets an indefinite suspension like the NFL assumes to be trying to uh, make happen. But when you look at the moves, again, I want to ignore like what Deshaun was accused of. If you look at the moves that their GM is making, like he making good moves. Like Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo led a team to the Super Bowl. Like, he may be underappreciated as it relates to the eye test, and he does, he, he, he's not Joe Burrow or he's not Justin Herbert, but he's a starting winning veteran quarterback in the NFL, whether he's playing for the Patriots or the 49ers, that if he makes one throw in the Super Bowl, we're looking at the, the trajectory of his career different and they yep. probably don't draft Trey Lance. But since Deshaun Watson won't be available initially, I have to ask you a personal question because this is a good look for Jimmy G. You gonna be all right with Jacoby getting replaced? I thought this was your guy's job. Listen, what, what? I rode for Jacoby for years and years and years. <laughs> However, Jacoby has not come through for me the way that I want him to. Jacoby, you ride for all Jalen's regardless. No doubt. You don't die easy with my loyalty. And Jacoby has disappointed time and time again, whether it's injury or whether it's just what he does with the football. Yeah. So I understand why the – I've played such close tension to Jacoby's career. I understand (laughs) why that Cleveland is reaching out to potentially bring in Jimmy G. Yeah, and in Jacoby's last couple of stops, we hope to see him get a starting, legitimate starting opportunity. And even when he was brought in, knowing that Deshaun was going to miss time, you would have thought on paper that he was going to go and take that job. So it seems like he has not done that. But if you're Cleveland and you're now sniffing around for Jimmy G, that's a great move for them. I like it a lot. And unlike the NBA, where the trade sort of makes sense for both sides, it always ends up in the NFL. It's like, I get Jimmy Garoppolo a starting quarterback, and I give you like a fifth-round pick in 2026. (laughs) I don't know how it works, but that's the way it always does work. But there was some action on the field last night, some preseason action, and 
Malik Willis, rookie out of Liberty, made a lot of plays. This one was great getting between these two defenders and getting in the end zone. However, head coach was not happy that he kept tucking the ball and running. This play was great as well. So he ended up getting pulled in the third quarter in the middle of a drive. Jalen, are you encouraged by Malik Willis or like Vrabel, discouraged by him relying on his legs? You gotta be encouraged by a player that's a dual threat and he's using that weapon to his advantage versus large, uh, allowing large 300 pound human beings to run as fast as they can, hit him hard as they can and throw him to the ground. Like, of, of course you want him to be a, a complete quarterback and he's the opposite of Ryan Tannehill. So like, I was thinking about that when we talked about Jimmy G. If Deshaun is going to be out all year, Deshaun can do it from the pocket, but also can do it with his legs. Ryan Tannehill can't, is capable of running, but Malik Willis is an explosive runner. And mm -hmm. so at six foot one, um, that is something that he's going to have to use at his disposal. And I, and I think Vrabel is, is coaching him and encouraging them and giving them an opportunity. There, there still needs to be growth for all players, including young players. So yes, I'm encouraged that he did some good things with his opportunity and he's gonna to continue to get more. Jalen, I'm not encouraged by what's happening in New England and I'll tell you why. What happened last night in the game is the play calling duties. Remember, they have no offensive coordinator. McDaniels is gone. The play calling duties have fallen <laughs> to Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Now, you know exactly what Matt Patricia is capable of as a Lions fan, and I paid pretty close attention being a New Yorker to what Joe Judge was up to when he was in charge of the Giants. What do you think about these two? One ex-special teams coordinator, one ex-defensive coordinator sharing offensive play-calling duties. I don't know how Matt Patricia get all of this stuff behind his ears, but I'm going to try <laughs> Okay. It's, <laughs> but in all honesty, it's like it, it, it's amazing and it and, and it's a coaches get recycled so much that it fascinates me, Jacoby. Um, because the talent pool when you're a, an NFL team and you're a, a GOAT and a genius like Bill Belichick. You seem like you have the world is your oyster and you can go out and get you know, in theory, somebody to be a terrific offensive coordinator when that's their trade, that's what they do. Not necessarily recycle two fired coaches in two markets that you root for and I root for, and we just watch these teams not be very good at all. And Matt Patricia was a defensive coordinator under Belichick, and Joe Judge was a special teams coordinator under Belichick, so why are they the ones calling the offensive plays? Explain that to me. That, well, that's why that dynamic is off and which is why he never announced who was going to be doing it and he said he was going to be doing it by the committee and you got a young quarterback that showed so much promise last year mm -hmm. and so you hope that they'll start building around him and like you can say what you want to say about Josh McDaniels in particular what happened in Denver and drafting Tim Tebow you know like that was an L they took him in the first round like that was an L you know what I'm saying? But he's a six-time champion, I believe, as an assistant coach. Like, that, that that's extreme equity for somebody to be able to learn uh, under Bill Belichick and then deserve his opportunity with the Las Vegas Raiders. 
For these guys to go to Detroit and go to New York and then come back, and it wasn't even really the positions that they had with the, within the organization to nurture your, your young quarterback, it, it reminds me of what we said about Urban Meyer when they brought him in with, when they had the number one pick. It's yep. like, you know you got the number one pick in Trevor Lawrence. You hope he's going to be a superstar. Get somebody that you know that can do this. Don't roll the dice. So it's, exactly. it, it, I, 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 they're not making the playoffs. You know, I, 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 they, like their defense is, is going to find ways to make plays. But in the AFC, like it's just going to be very tough to me to answer your question about what I think about the offensive coordinating situation. They just look like a team that's not set to make the playoffs. I agree. I don't think McDaniels is there for six championships, but he's a multi-championship yeah, multiple assistant coach. Yes. Mr. Rose, what we like to do as we head into the football season is take a look at division by division and look at the projected win totals and get your take. You've got such a great football mind. Follow so now me! we're taking a look at the NFC South, where, of course, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are projected to be on top. But there's a lot of variance in those other three teams. When you look at these projected win totals, what do you see, Mr. Rose? When you see Jalen and Jacoby, and we're talking about sports, in particular the National Football League, we're looking at it in a lot of lenses. Analyst lens, fans lens, professional lens. But you know the biggest lens we look through? Gambling. Gambling. So put that back <laughs> up there for a second. So let's make sure that we get the people what they want. And that's that money. And let me tell you something. The Buccaneers defense need to get talked about more. Yeah, mm. we're going to talk about Tom Brady. And it's great to see the GOAT back under center. But that defense is going to be so stout. Todd Bowles is the head coach. They go over. I believe they go over. Now, New Orleans, yeah, they, I, I, they go over, fam. I think I believe they do. Now, New Orleans, that eight games, it was like, hold on. We are playing 17 games now. Don't forget mm -hmm. that, so everybody. We nine. are playing. So it's yep. under 500. They got Jameis. But you know what they don't have? They don't have Sean Payton. They will no. have Michael Thomas, possibly. Thomas and you back. know. Alvin Kamara just Gail Sayers with the glide. I, I, he's just one of my favorite players to watch do it. But I, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. I, I, you know, tough. yeah, that's the, I, I take the under on that. I Ooh. take the under NFC. Ooh. That, that's, I, see, now you see why they're making casino hotels all across the world. They get the number. One. Eight's just about right. Eight's right. just about right for that's the Saints. A, when you look at the Saints, I'm thinking eight. Yeah, nine put that back up there again. Right. You know what? Uh -oh. the, you know what? I'll say they're going over. I'll say Carolina going under. And Atlanta, they might be the worst team in football. Oh, wow. I'm going Carolina over. New Orleans, I'm staying away from. And Tampa Bay, I'm staying away from. Because they mm. they do a good job of setting these lines. And do you know what Kyrie does a good job of? What? Sending tweets that make you think. And he was back at it, and I can't wait to get your reaction to Kyrie Irving's latest missive on social media. It's about truth. Can't handle the truth. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Seaport in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, the NBA announced that every single franchise is going to retire the number six in honoring the life and accomplishments on and off the court of Bill Russell. If you are like LeBron James and you're already number six, that is godfathered in, grandfathered in. Now, Mr. Rose, how do you feel about this announcement? It's an amazing tribute, and I'm so very happy that the NBA decided to do this for Bill Russell. I am an NBA lifer, grew up loving the game, respecting the game, honoring the game. And when you use all of those terms, nobody garners that more than number six right there. The rings and things we sing about, he legitimately can bring them out. Eight consecutive 11 and 13 years on the floor. Incredible intellect and activist and leader and ambassador off the floor. And as you know, over the last couple of years, I got... I have a, had a relationship with him and his mm-hmm. wife, Janine, and I want to send her my prayers and condolences, uh, whether it's him having an auction or us, you know, promoting and being honored that he sent me a book and signed it. He sent me, Jalen Rose, a book and signed it. And the number six is going to be so symbolic for Bill Russell, and let me tell you why in a different way. I just wish each team hangs a banner also to create a visual for the number six so it isn't abstract. And here's why. I always, and, 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 and I love Jerry West. He's a legend. But Bill Russell should have been the logo of the NBA. And now that his number is going to be retired, I don't want it to be gone and not forgotten when people aren't wearing it. I think it would be truly an amazing gesture if each NBA arena, besides Boston where it currently hangs, the other 29 should also hang a Bill Russell banner with the number six. I think that's a step that I'm not sure that they're considering, but that's definitely something I want to put into the ethos. I would guess that every one of the franchises will do that. I think it's the right thing to do, just like you. Let's move on to a player that also played in Boston and is now with the Brooklyn Nets, and that is Kyrie Irving. And here's what he had to say on Twitter. Quote, when you're ready to break free from the media's control over your subconscious thoughts and emotions, meet me on one of my platforms and let's chop it up. Mr. Rose, are you ready to get free of the media's control <laughs> over your subconscious thoughts and meet Kyrie Irving on one of his platforms. Jacoby, that was just an advanced way to saying, I'm going IG Live, come check me out. <laughs> Translation? Yeah, I was like, like, you can you translate yeah, things for me. Yeah, you know, like, yeah that's and like you guys read so much into this, you know what I'm saying? He, like you try to be <laughs> Socrates. You know, he just, just think about every time somebody's about to do something on social media, and you're trying to promote it, you're trying to say something provocative, 
so people will join, right? And for a player like Kyrie, who doesn't, in theory, talk a lot to the media or isn't like a serial poster of content on social media and or doing videos, you remember the show Sanford and Son. Yep. And there were two cops that used to come to the to the to the house. Me and you should remake this buddy cop, Smitty and Hoppy. And Fred used to need the translation of what the white guy said so the black guy would give it to him each time. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing right here. Kyrie's basically telling the audience, I'm going IG live, I'm going Twitter live, I'm going TikTok live. Make sure y'all check me out. That's Two all things. it number, is. Number one, you're old. So we're not going to recreate that because the audience <laughs> doesn't even remember that at all, right? Number two, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, as a member of the media, I just want to say this. You're giving us too much credit. You're giving us way too much credit. <laughs> I mean, we're just hanging out like with, with our homeboys and just talking about basketball. We're not trying to control your subconscious thoughts. That's not what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to hang out and talk hoops. That's about it, Kyrie. But I appreciate, I appreciate you think that I have control over people's subconscious thoughts. But I do not. Uh-oh. I think you're getting a phone call. Oh, oh, GM Jalen, answer the phone. What up, though? Hello, Jalen. So good to talk to you uh, as the GM of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I'm calling because I am the GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, you saw what Kyrie said about how the media is controlling the subconscious mm-hmm. thoughts and how he wants, he wants people to meet him on his, one of his platforms to uh, chop it up. I wanted to call you and chop this up. I get Kyrie Irving. You get Russell Westbrook, expiring contract. You'll have plenty of cap space next summer. And two first-round picks. Your thoughts, GMG. Good to hear from you, um... Rob, mm-hmm. hope all is well with the family and the kids. Hope, oh. Yeah, we're going on a cruise later somewhere. Hey, it, you know, like, you guys didn't make the playoffs and we didn't win a game. Mm-hmm. And so we both know that with Kyrie's one year remaining and Russ going to be an expiring contract, that could be interesting around the league. Yeah. But I remember having a phone call with you on this show before. And I hope we pull it back up. And the conversation was LeBron talking about good luck running with Kyrie, KD. And KD was saying good luck running with Russ, LeBron. Yeah, trade my problem for your problem. Sounds great. And you get two Now fights. you want to have me reunite Russ with KD. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it. And you know that. Like, he's already at the Travis Scott concert, having the best time of his life as he should, breaking bed with James Harden. And now he just had a meeting with my owner and said that Philly, one of the teams he may want to go to or Boston. Well, he also said that he wants you fired, so just keep that, keep that in mind as <laughs> and well. And that too. And that too. And I know I'm doing a good job. Right. I, I know I'm you know, doing a good job, so that, you know that just won't let's, work. Let's, let's, let's revisit this. 
when Kyrie Irving has has has, has controlled subconscious thoughts in your locker room and y'all are like five and fifteen. That, now, however, if you want to talk about Anthony Davis, all right, I gotta go. We can do that because Anthony Davis. No, no, no. We'll be back with more right after this. You're watching Jim and Jacob. Check out this doubleheader on Sunday on ABC, the three-letter network. Two great WNBA games as they get ready to head into the playoffs. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. What do we do every single day? We have the opportunity to be on ESPN. We acknowledge that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained now 175, 176 days, and we just want to take this opportunity to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Last night, they played the Field of Dreams game between the Reds and the Cubs, and it was beautiful. And Harry Carey appeared in a hologram form to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and really got me thinking, Mr. Rose, what is an NBA version of this? Let me propose this to you. I want them to play outside, and you say, well, they don't want to play on asphalt. You can put a hardwood floor anywhere. So why not Venice Beach, Rucker Park, put a hardwood floor outside and have an NBA game outside? Absolutely. And I think that's where the game is going to grow to. You see hockey now having day games and playing it. Uh, I absolutely believe that uh, that's going to happen in the NBA. But if I could choose wherever it would be in the world, just travel abroad. Because internationally, the NBA, other than soccer, in America in particular, is like the most popular sport. And if you just look at the great athletes in the league right now, they represent a melting pot, unlike, for example, the NFL. So this can happen anywhere. I would love for people to take it to their hometown. Giannis and Jokic and Luka and Embiid. That's what I would love to see. So hopefully that's going to happen. Uh, as it would, as we continue to grow the game. I played in the Venice Beach League one game, went 0 for 1. However, that team, my team, won the championship later in the season. So I am a Venice Beach League champion. Just want you to know that. <laughs> Mr. Rose, tonight, taking the gridiron will be the Detroit Lions against the Falcons <laughs> in their first preseason action. What are you looking forward to seeing from Dan Campbell's crew? You see number 16 right there, that's what greatness looks like. Jared Montana, just, just a surgical drive down the field for a touchdown. You know, just one drive. That's what I expect to see. Just surgical. Eight plays. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back ESPN 2, 4 o'clock every Thank day. Thank you. You are far too kind. Hooray!